Well, happy Friday to you as we're knocking on the door of another weekend. It's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommerson. Hello, Adam. And as we kick off another podcast, I just want to take the opportunity to thank everyone who participated in our 200th show. What a what a milestone and so glad to have so many people participate and very excited for Lori Dean, who won the Amazon gift card. Um, she'll be receiving that in the next couple of weeks. I actually get to see her when I go on vacation here, which will happen before this podcast airs. I almost dated myself in this podcast <laughs> broadcast, but we'll take it as it is. But I'm very excited to be here uh, for episode 201. Adam, will you kick us off with our quote of the day? I'd be happy to as I draw on the chalkboard, or am I? You can't tell. Our quote of the day comes from Jeremiah 1.7. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. All right. Um, the reason I picked this verse is because I um, am very excited to have my friend uh, Tom Nearing here in the studio. He actually is a DJ for WCSG 91.3 out of West Michigan, Ministry of Cornerstone University, and so I'm very pleased to have him here. It, Look at him going all legal ID and everybody. It, it took um, about a year to pull this interview together, <laughs> but I'm glad that it happened. And uh, welcome to the show, Tom. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Adam, Andrew. Good to be with you both. I love just real quick. I gotta say, I love having a radio guy yeah. in the studio. Okay. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, I, I just turned the mic. And I'm like, go for it. So <laughs> yeah, was, no, no. Here's the mic. Here's the headphone. It's great. I, I don't know. I don't know how many hours of broadcasting you have to do to become a radio guy, but I think I'm approaching it. One way or another. <laughs> You're knocking on the door. That's for sure. <laughs> so, um, Tom, uh, let's start out with a little bit about your testimony. How did you come to know the Lord in a personal way? Yeah, you know, uh, it's one of those things. You hear those stories where someone loses everything to come to Jesus, and, and, and that's what it was. You know, uh, I grew up in the church, but I didn't know the Lord, and uh, I didn't live for him. And uh, I want to rewind. I actually started in radio a long time ago, rock and roll radio, and I just kind of lived that lifestyle. Uh, worked at a couple rock stations in Grand Rapids, and uh, they they kind of nudged you to live that way. So uh, I, I became uh, addicted to drugs at a pretty young age. Uh, started using uh, marijuana and uh, a number of other drugs, pretty much anything I could get my hands on. Uh, started at about 14, and I uh, used drugs pretty much every day uh, until I was about 30. And uh, no joke, I mean, I'm not, not, uh, not exaggerating. So uh, when I got into rock and roll radio, uh, I turned from, from marijuana to, uh, to cocaine and, and uh ecstasy and and uh that's that's the life i lived and uh i uh i lost that job i uh, got out of radio um and uh eventually uh, lost everything you know i, I lost uh, my apartment i lost uh, all my belongings i lost my fiance and i found myself uh, on the streets homeless and uh not a penny to my name and i i, I just felt this nudge in my in my spirit and I heard a voice say, follow, follow the hearts. And it was weird. It was, a, it was a winter day, and it was cold, and I was wearing these expensive leather shoes, and, and, and the, the, my, my feet were freezing. Uh, but I was just walking along, and I, and I saw this heart on, uh, on a stop sign, uh, like out of mud and, and, and muck, frozen to the stop sign. And I, and I, and I walked past him like, there's a heart. And I saw another heart kind of in the shadow on the side of a building. 
Uh, the paint was a little a little darker than the rest of it. It was shaped like a heart, so I followed that heart, and, and all these hearts started uh, appearing all over the place, and uh, I just followed them, and they led me down to the Heartside District, strangely enough, in, uh, in downtown Grand Rapids to, uh, to Guiding Light Mission. And uh, I, was a, I was a proud man. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, kind of rewind back a little further, sorry, <laughs> a little dream sequence noise here. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was driving past uh, in the backseat of Guiding Light Mission with my mom, and I saw a bunch of homeless men standing outside of it, and I said, oh, you know, about 11 years old, I said, there, but for the grace of God go I. I had no idea what I was talking about, no idea. And uh, I ended up there. Um, homeless and uh, you know wanting to get off of drugs and wanting to get my my life back in order and uh, and I found a home at that very place by God's grace he he he, he did bring me there and uh, they've got a, a shelter there they've got a, a drug rehab program a discipleship program in the back there so uh, so I stayed there for the next four months and uh, and found Jesus and uh, found some pretty amazing people and uh, and the Lord filled me with His Holy Spirit there. And I've uh, been walking for Christ ever since, and that was that was eight years ago. So uh, that's that's how I found the Lord. Uh, I found Him on my knees uh, with nothing, and uh, and He brought me uh, out of that wreckage and uh, gave me everything. <laughs> well, praise the Lord! Yeah, you know, wow. that's that's what He's in the business of doing. Amen. That's incredible. He's in the business yeah. of of I, I I've heard a quote, and I think it's it's so good, and it says this that God didn't. Um, come to make bad people good he came to make dead people alive no doubt and that is certainly my story and i can tell from the passion and in tom's voice that that's his story and actually it is that guiding light mission where god brought us together as friends sure thing i was working there um part-time when tom joined uh the residence program and i watched him just um soak up the word of god <laughs> and change and I knew that he would have the support because it was while he was still in the program that I met his uh, lovely wife, Sharon, and I mm. met his his mom. And I knew, so I knew he had a support system. And so I was grateful for that because while we're on the subject, that is something that these homeless people really, really need because mm -hmm. a lot of times they can be doing well in the program, but once they get back out, challenge to remain on that it is narrow path and so i'm glad that he had that support glad that i had the opportunity to meet tom and that we are still friends uh, he's a blessing to me and uh <laughs> just hearing that story was a reminder to me of how god works and how you never know how he's going to work i didn't know much of tom's story when i met him but i know that god brought him there and he places people in our lives for a specific purpose. So, Adam, do you have any questions for Tom? Wow. <laughs> That's a, I mean, first off, it's a total praise God thing. So I, I'm saying wow is in like it's amazing where he brought you from. So fast forwarding a little bit from the prequel years. Yeah. And then into you said you were in rock radio. That's how you got started. Things got rough. And then you found God. Uh, when after you really started to get your life turned around, did you find the job? At CSG in Grand Rapids, where did they find you? Uh, you know, funny, funny story. Uh, I was working uh, as the house manager at Guiding Light Mission. Uh, they've got a job there that the men who work at the mission tend to tend to take, and I was in charge of the men there. And 
I was about to be released. It had been four months, and my mom gave me a call. I was never going to get back in radio. I had, I had vowed off of it. There's no way I'm done with that. You know, I was burnt. <laughs> I was fired. And again, that pride thing. Mm-hmm. And my mom called, and she said, why don't you try to get into Christian radio? And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I called Chris Lemke, and uh, I, I called him on the phone, and I said, I said, you know, I said, I'm really looking for a job. I, I, I was in radio for, for a long time, and I'm wondering if you've got any positions available. And the Holy Spirit told me before I called him, he said, you be persistent. So, uh, <laughs> so, so uh, Chris said, no, we don't have any positions available. And I said, oh. I said, well, why don't you let me tell you, tell you my story? And he said, mm-hmm. well, give me a call in a few months. I said, why don't you let me come in and tell you my story? <laughs> and, uh, and he said, all right, what are you doing next week? So I went in. Uh, and, and, uh, he hired me on the spot. I told him everything. I told him I was a drug addict. I told him that I, I messed up my life. I said, I'm, you know, I, th- I think I told him I'm living at a mission. I'm just out. I'm, I'm, you know, going to be going to a cornerstone to take some classes. And, and, uh, and I, I know God's really calling me to do this. And he hired me right then and there. And uh, I, I, pretty much everything that you shouldn't do in a job interview, uh, I did. And it worked. So it worked. Yeah. 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 So uh, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's just a, it's a, it's a God moment where, you know, you don't think that's going to work. And it does. So it was pretty neat. I've been working there ever since. And, uh, you know, I love going to work every day and being able to talk to people and encourage people and share uh, a, a word of hope, a word of encouragement. And, uh, you know, I think that's what God's gifted me with is uh, knowing pain uh, and, 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 and being able to, uh, to share with people the out. Uh, mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are hurting uh, more than not. And uh, I think God let me walk through what I walked through to be able to speak to more people, you know, so I could be all things to all people, you know. And uh, it was a tough, tough walk. And I, I don't think God necessarily wants that for anybody, but, you know, maybe he allowed it. Uh, so that uh, so that I could be that help to, to others. Well, among other things, uh, Tom has seen a restoration of family, and he I was able um, several years ago now to go to his wedding. Yes, um, of, uh, to his lovely wife Sharon. And how many children do you have? Now? We are on. We're, we've got a little girl that we're expecting. So I've got a little girl, Lydia, All who's right. five. Uh, a little boy, Noah, and calls uh, for a little. Uh... Yeah. Go. Yes. You. Congratulations. And our third child is on the way on the second of September. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's the fiance that that ditched me. By the way, who <laughs> took me back. So. Really. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> That's fantastic. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> she really likes me. <laughs> that that just shows you the wonderful mercy of God. Amen. But uh, I think uh, you know it, God knew that that needed to happen in order for Him to hit rock bottom and mm-hmm. come back up again. And, and we're so thankful for the work that God has done in your life. So since that point, um, this is kind of a big question, so yep. maybe it can't be boiled down into one thing, but what do you think uh, are one of or maybe a couple of the biggest lessons God's teaching you right now in your life? You know, right now, uh, two, two, two main lessons. It's trust, uh, trusting him at his word um, and... Uh, trusting that, that he is going to be faithful. Uh, that's tough. You know, I, I think of it this way. Um, you think about this is, the, this is the God that sent his son, his son, to die for us. Um, when, you think, when you think about that at base level, uh, to, to, to look to God and say, whatever it takes, 
whatever it takes to, to make me into who you know I, I'm supposed to be, go for it. Uh, that's, that's a scary place to walk sometimes. Um, but that's what we're called to do. We're called to put our lives in his hand completely and uh, to trust him for it. So that's, that's where he's got me right now, just trusting him completely uh, in, in, in that. Uh, that that's, that's tough, um, but it's, it's, that's the faith walk. And uh, another thing he's teaching me is patience, uh, just being able to, to wait it out. And uh, I've had a lot of problems with anxiety over the years, um, and uh, he's, he's slowly taking that from me uh, through, through patience and through just trusting in him and, uh, you know, getting out of that panic mode. I, I think that that's where I've been ever since I was a kid. You know, my, uh, it was always, we were always in a rush. There's always, we always had to be somewhere. And, uh, you know, I, I never had that time to just to breathe and uh, so I think I'm just now getting out of anxiety mode and starting to get into a, a, a groove. So those two things, trust and patience. Well, we just did a podcast recently on patience. <laughs> yeah, we so, did. That's right. And so I think that that is that's definitely something that everybody struggles with. You know, mm-hmm. we, we all uh, wish that we were in a different spot in life, I think, at times. And I'm reminded of this uh old story called Peter and the Magic Thread where this little boy named Peter is given this thread that represents his whole life. Hmm. And every time he gets frustrated with something in life, he pulls the thread and moves on to the next stage of life. And it's it's satisfactory for a little bit, and then he pulls it again, and before he knows it, he's an old man getting ready to die, and he didn't even bother to live life. Hmm. And then he wakes up from a dream and realizes that it was a dream. But the, the lesson in it is to enjoy every stage of life mm. and to soak it in because it is brief even as we live it at normal pace. And so I think that's a good reminder. I also was reminded about what you said about being willing to tell God to put you where he wants you no matter what the cost. Mm. I remember the story of Johnny Erickson Tata and she had prayed, God, I feel like I'm drifting from you. Do whatever it takes to get me closer to you. And a few months later, she was paralyzed from the neck down. And she wouldn't have chosen, like you were talking about, you wouldn't have, if you had known better, you wouldn't have chosen to walk the path you walked. But that is the path that God used to draw you to himself and to give you a story. Um, I think I've heard uh, one uh, person say that our mess uh, becomes the message. And I think that's such a beautiful testament to the grace of god Mm -hmm. and so i'm really grateful to hear your story and have a chance to give it to others through this through this podcast ministry so tom as you've gone through your christian life do you have a particular favorite bible verse absolutely uh second corinthians 3 verse 18 um but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as from the lord the spirit I love that verse because it, it tells you how we're getting to where we're getting. It's, it's a forward momentum. It's from glory to glory. And uh, another version says an ever-increasing glory. You know, so it's not this stagnant thing that, that we have in life with Christ. It's, 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 it's this forward momentum in the Spirit. And it's, uh, it's from glory to glory. And that's a great reminder because things get tough. And you don't always see the next glory but you know it's there, and you can you can you can find a lot of hope and encouragement in that because that's that's where we're going. That's how we're getting there, and uh, that is <laughs> that's a stronghold in my life. Oh, and absolutely, and and one thing that I've want I want to put out there and stress as we move forward 
in this podcast is that this podcast is not about people or hosted by people that have it all together, <laughs> but but it's but it's about the one who puts it all together, mm-hmm. the one that can help us get it all together, and that's Jesus Christ. And so as we move as we move forward in the Speaking for Him podcast, that is going to be the focus. Well, Tom, I really appreciate you stopping by to spend some time with us today. I'm so excited to share this uh, story with my listeners. I wonder if you have any final thoughts as we end. Mm. That's that's the toughest question right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if I were to share anything, it's that God is real. He is not. He knows what you're going through, and, and nothing is hidden from him. Uh, if you ever wonder if God knows what's going on, he does. And uh, if you ever lose sight of that, um, just just wait. Wait um, for him, and he will reveal himself to you. Um, so that's, that's it. I'm reminded of what Job said, even after all of his trials. He said, I know that in my flesh I will see God. And he said, he also said, I know that my Redeemer liveth and on the earth again shall stand. And, and historians have said that Job is probably the oldest book in the Bible, one of the first books of the Bible written. Yeah. And yet he still knew this intrinsically, that he had a living Redeemer mm. um, who, who would eventually send his son in the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so that is the hope we rest in here at the Speaking for Him podcast. That's Tom's hope. Hmm. That's my hope. That's Adam's hope. And we want it to be your hope. Absolutely. Um, Adam, before we part, do you have any final words? Uh, Tom, I want to thank you for your time, Absolutely. for coming in. And yeah. thank you for being so vulnerable. Oh, sure. Uh, that's that's uh, that's a huge story. And it's cool to see how God's been orchestrating it. But I just appreciate you sharing that and being an encouragement to us tonight. It's been a pleasure. I have one final super, super deep Huge question for no, you. I'm done. No more. All right. I, are you ready for this? Emotionally, are you good? Are you yeah, okay? Can yeah. you do this? All right. Okay. Oh, you're going to make me weep, aren't you? <laughs> Possibly. You said no weeping, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so, just don't get any tears in the car, but you'll be fine. Cool. Uh, my deep question for you is, where do you get your flip-flops? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I got those from American Eagle. <laughs> oh, that's a good store. Yeah, I, I'm a, I, I love flip-flops in yeah. the summer. I'm a fellow yeah. flopper. Yeah. For, those who are, so. for those who are listening and can't see because we don't have a video feed, both of them are wearing flip-flops. <laughs> oh, they've been wet, though, so they're, they, the, the leather has stretched out, so I have to curl my big toe when I wear them, <laughs> which, hurts my, which hurts my Achilles. So. <laughs> Is it creating that, like, indentation <laughs> flap there towards the front when yeah. you do that? No, no I'm good. I'm good there. It's just uh, it's the pain. But you know, <laughs> that's what we that's what we do. You know, it's we persevere to, to wear the flip flops. It's, it's so, worth it. So so maybe you'll just have to go Rich Mullins and go barefoot. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> there you go. My flip flopped a little floppier though. So uh, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for that, Adam, and yeah. thank you everyone for listening to today's episode of the Speaking for Him podcast. As always, we want you to interact with the podcast however you choose to do so the contact information is coming up have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters thank you for listening to today's episode your host has been andrew gomison founder of speaking for him alongside his co-host and executive producer adam mcnutt for more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com 
You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 